0: This is the Infatuation Podcast, where we get together with a few friends to talk about Asian things and Asian people that we love. I'm Lauren, and on today's episode, we are, spoiler alert, talking about the Marvel movie, Shang-Chi.
1: all right everyone welcome back to episode number nine part two Last week, um, you you, I hope you listened to it, but we talked about the comic origins of the new Marvel movie, Shang-Chi. This week, we are going to be talking about the actual movie itself. So here's your warning, right? If you haven't seen the movie, hit pause and come back after you've seen it, because we are going to be talking about the movie. We're once again joined by uh, comic book fans, Brian and Lauren. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Thanks for uh sticking around and doing this with me. It's been uh it's been a week since we saw it, right? So we have uh some thoughts on it. Have you been thinking about it all week long? I've kind of been thinking about it all week long.
0: I have. All week, every waking moment. <laughs> Not just Shang-Chi, <laughs> but the Marvel stuff in general.
1: Okay. All right. How Tell you, Brian, you've been thinking about this?
2: All week, especially when my son tries to fight me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you're like oh oh you you, oh son you coming at me you trying to get my rings (laughs) um yeah i i was tempted to go see the movie again this week but i was like you know what maybe i'll wait a little bit i'll wait a minute before i see it again but uh yeah it it stuck with me in ways yeah so let's just get right into it again okay final warning (laughs) final warning if you have not seen the movie turn this off right now go see the movie and come back Well, first of all, what's your overall impression just walking out of of the theater or as soon as the lights came on? And we were all together, so that was kind of fun. But what was your overall impression uh, just walking out of the theater?
2: I was uh, pretty much saying no surprises here. We could do an all-Asian cast. We can make lots of money. We can entertain a lot of people. Uh, We can hold our own. Uh, We don't always have to stay within the cultural boundaries, uh, but, you know, obviously that's what we're known for. And a lot of people have tried to take that and go somewhere else with it, whether it's uh, all the Jean-Claude Van Damme movies or Chuck Norris and all that. And taking, you know, something that's ours and bringing it out to the masses, uh, ignoring us, except we're the bad guys. So you know, in, in this situation, we're the good guys and the bad guys, but at least you know we're at the table. So I think I was pretty impressed. Uh, I was expecting a lot of things from this movie, and it and it, and it checked off a lot of boxes for me. And it's something to build on, and let's see if Hollywood responds. But hey, you know, I hope every one of these characters, every every one of these actors, has a huge future going forward. Even though some of them have past um, uh, you know successes, uh, I wanna I wanna see build i want all these characters all these uh actors to get their just due because they can definitely act and i hope that um the story writing pushes these guys into the future as well and these guys who wrote the screenplay and all that so it, it was really good i was really happy with that
0: i will preface my thoughts by saying and confessing that i'm like a bad asian because um for example i didn't watch crazy rich asians and I have no intention to. I don't love boba <laughs> as much as the masses.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I know. Um,
1: Give me your, rip up your cart, your Asian card I right know,
0: now. I know, seriously. And I, you <laughs> know, and for me, it's it's not because I'm like anti-Asian, but I I think for me, I in, for my own identity have always kind of um, struggled with, you know liking things just because they were Asian or supporting things just because they were Asian. For me, it was like, there had to be something more than that. Something that drew me in and kept me there and um, drew my attention. So for me, from my personal perspective, as you guys know, huge Marvel fan, this particular franchise, and you throw the Asian part on top of it, then it's like, of course I'm going to be totally into it. But also I have a little bit of like a critical eye And I think I mentioned this last time, I'm always worried that things are going to be cringy or that there's going to be stereotypes that I feel like don't apply to me or what I know. Um, But I think in my personal journey, especially after, you know, through the pandemic and a lot of like the anti-Asian sentiment, it caused me to reflect upon my own sentiment about the Asian part of myself, you know, and and why sometimes I feel like I struggle. So anyways, going back to the movie, I feel like the movie kind of teased apart some of those things as well as right. Shang-Chi journeyed in his own self-realization. So there were bits and in, in parts of that that I could feel in myself and me, it met me really where I am right now, just in terms of the times, like what I said about the rise in anti-Asian sentiment and how that caused me to um, look inside and re-examine why I have certain stereotypes myself, you know, about the Asian culture. So Mm. yeah, it was good. But on top of that, it's like action, action, Right. mythology, weirdness, uh-huh. creatures. If you know me, I love yeah. a creature movie. I've watched most of them, the weird <laughs> ones too. So yeah, I loved it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it was totally entertaining. You know, you know, I put on kind of the critic hat for a minute and then I was like, no, no, I just want to enjoy this yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. You know? And I don't want to take notes or anything on this. I want to just enjoy it. And uh, yeah, it, they... I mean I don't want to say it's not my favorite movie of all time you know but it was super entertaining um it was fun to see people that look like us on screen uh and I think I think Marvel did a really good job of not giving away too much in the trailer like sometimes they give the, they show the whole movie in the trailer yeah. but they really didn't in this one you know they really kind of kept things I mean they teased the dragon a little bit you know in, in one of the trailers he just, like, is underwater, and he sees the dragon. But right. they didn't show that how big that dragon roll was going to be. The dragon was, you know, the hero at the end, really. I mean, so I thought it was really good. And um, everyone should see it. I mean, I definitely think you should see it, Asian or not, right? That's the thing. Yeah. And the timing of it is good. Like, we were, Brian and I were chatting over over the week about how this one was Labor Day record and we went back and looked at other Labor Day <laughs> movies and there's nothing, you know, what was it Halloween 5 or something came out it was the, it was it was, the
2: Halloween remake that <laughs> was the top <laughs> That's movie <so> sad.
1: <laughs> top movie of Labor Day ever because I think normally studios do all their A stuff in May June, July and then by the time September rolls around like what else we got left, you know <laughs> We got, uh, got Shang Chi in a can over here. Let's go put that. <laughs> out, you know, but you know this one was like, no, no, this is we're doing this. You know, we did Black Widow, and then we're doing this as a theater only, which I think is the first Disney theater only one, which is good because this 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 movie needs to be seen on a big theater. So if you're if you're waiting for Disney Plus to stream this one, what is it, forty five days or something like that? No, 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 no. Go to the theater. Well. I, you should have already right. <laughs> Go to theater and see it. it need, you need a big screen. You need big sound. You need people laughing with you and gasping with you. So that experience is fun. I agree. Yeah.
2: I, I think you need to really see it on a big screen. There are some serious effects that you know you can't appreciate that dragon unless you're seeing it on a huge screen. Mm-hmm. Especially the way it moves and the battle scenes. I actually yeah. wanted to see it again, not for the plot or anything, but just to be able to see the battle scenes because. You know, there's so much going on. And you're talking about Jackie Chan's, you know, martial arts team uh, that choreographed all the fights. So there's a lot of good stuff there to see in the theater.
0: Yeah. And I think I'm planning to go back, actually, to watch in the theater, too, in XD, because I think the sound will be Amazing if you watch it in XD and the visuals. Your seat, too. your seat shaking. Yeah, you when I feel those <laughs> rings, and you I will feel the <laughs> rings. All Slap ten in up. the back of the
2: head. That'd be great.
0: Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and to see all the Easter eggs too.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. You know what was kind of interesting was the kung fu. I mean, obviously it's there, but it wasn't. I didn't feel like the fight scenes were necessarily. Uh, the highlight you know the bus scene they, they they showed a lot of the bus scene on the trailer, but that was kind of the biggest fight in a way there's maybe two other fights
2: that's true i, yeah. I you know i 'm thinking about the you know how end game at the end there's all this huge battle scene with all these fighters you know I want to see that again because it just felt like i couldn 't see it all uh you know when the two mm. tribes at the end are you know are fighting each other, yeah, I need to see more of that, and so definitely could use yeah. more.
0: Yeah, but it yeah. it was action packed. And yeah,
2: for sure.
1: Yeah. The
0: like the um on the bamboo scaffolding, you know, mm, that yeah, was that's true. So fun was, yeah. and totally reminded me of all those Hong Kong flicks. Right. You know. Yeah,
1: that that was the scene, I think. That
0: was really exciting. And and I think that the cool thing seeing the different martial arts within the MCU is that you have all the cool CGI, you know, stuff thrown on top of it. So I think talking about the fighting it, for all of us here and probably the listeners have seen Hero and, all, you know, Once Upon a Time in China, you know, all these old Hong Kong flicks. But with the backdrop of the special effects, it kind of takes it to another level. It's cool. It's like the fighting—you've probably seen something like it before, but maybe not quite in this particular setting. So it's cool.
1: Yeah. And the interviews—they said they were not near the ground. They were, you know, that was that was high up. They said. Oh yeah, Aquafina. Aquafina, (laughs)
0: She
3: was was hanging
1: on a pole. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So that I mean that's kind of unnecessary but in the same way you know it made that it made. now that i know that it made made me think okay that's not a green screen you know they're fighting they're doing stunts high up so kind of cool but let's uh let's start off you know what uh as san franciscans or bay area people uh i think it was like a little bit of a love letter to san francisco in the first uh first 10 minutes honestly my favorite part of the movie was first 15, 20 minutes of it, where they're in San Francisco. And, you know, they did their research. I think they, they really did some good research because a lot of times they do, of course, we all know the one California doesn't go past Ghirardelli Square. But, <laughs> that, but I mean, they went to they went to Clement Street instead of Chinatown. You know what would have been so totally cliche? And then he lived on 50 Euclid. I don't know if you saw that mm-hmm. on the postcard. He was on 50 He's which been. is, you know, Laurel Heights. Which, uh, realistically, you could walk from 50 Euclid over to Clement Street to pick up Katie, right? It's something that you could do. It's the do. intersection
2: of Arguello and Euclid. It's the T intersection. Right. Yeah. There's no so, house 50 Yeah,
1: but- Right, right. <laughs> but, the, but they did the research in, in terms of location where it's like, okay, he's, he could walk over to Clement Street, pick her up, and, and go to work. Uh, and then, yeah, so Clement Street's kind of in San Francisco. I, we used to call that like Chinatown number yep. two. Where um, you know Chinatown for the for the longest time, when I was a kid, you, if you wanted Chinese food, you had to go to Chinatown, and then it kind of slowly slipped out to the avenues. And so Clement Street is kind of a little ways out, but it's it's kind of a, a more realistic Chinatown now. It's not as tor- no touristy at all, mm-hmm. and uh, that was fun. I think that was really fun, and to see him take off his shoes before going into her apartment, yeah. And just the way the family was just digging at each other and like the grandma's like, When are you getting married? Like
0: that <laughs> stuff. it's so real. And then the whole like sick tang, sick gong, but they could of it, course speak it, but it was speaking yeah. in Chinese Responded in English.
1: Yeah, yeah. And and that's like total classic where Alkafina's like, you know, my Chinese sucks. Yeah, <laughs> like, totally. I was like, totally. That's like me. <laughs> yeah. Where she's like, and then Ronnie Chang goes, "Oh, that's okay. I speak ABC." I was, <laughs> yeah, I like love
0: that. that. I think that's one Those of my lines. favorite lines of the movie. His, yeah. um, uh, him being in it—that was like my one of my favorite sequences. But I love <laughs> hearing that ABC. Speak ABC. I love. Well, that. how about where
2: Sean is living in a garage that's made to oh, be yeah. a living space? Yeah, <laughs> <And> that, <laughs> legit. Totally Asian in law,
0: you know,
1: for fifteen hundred dollars a month. Yeah,
0: all right. (laughs) And I loved seeing his laundry hanging up in the background. I was like, "That is, that's real." (laughs)
2: Wow, that's so authentic, right there. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Or
1: where the you know the Ferrari, whatever kind of car that was, pulls up, and you're expecting him to get out. Right? (laughs) He's the one parking the Uh car. (laughs) That was a nice little like hee hee. Uh, and then my actually, honestly, my favorite scene was them on the airplane, and he's explaining his name to her, mm. and you know he's like, "Wait, you changed your name from Shang to Sean," <laughs> and she's just busting him for
4: that. Like, I should also probably mention that my name's not technically Sean. What? What is it? It's Shangqi. Shangji. No, Shangji. Shangji. Shang. 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 SAJNG. Shang. Shang. Yeah. You change your name from Shang
0: to Sean? Yeah, I don't I wonder yeah. how I wonder how your father found okay, you.
4: I was 15 years old, All right?
2: What is what is your name change logic? You going into hiding okay. and your name is Michael, you want on change it to
4: Michael. Okay. That's that's not what
2: happened. It's like, hi, my name's Gina. I'm going to go into hiding. My new name's Jaina.
1: But, you know, I, you know, I teach high school in San Francisco. A lot of kids come from overseas. And that's the the big dilemma is, like, you know, my name is, is hard to say. So just call me, you know, call me Johnny or whatever. And it's like, no, I want to try to say your name the right way. But, you know, I can't because it's just hard to say it. So a lot of Chinese ki- kids feel the the need to change their name, not because they're hiding from their mobster dad. But that whole experience of changing your name to something that sounds like your name in English, a lot of kids, I think, can relate to that. So I thought that was kind of a cool little moment.
2: Well, it's going to be a tough time for all those girls named Gina.
1: Yeah. (laughs) 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 Change my name to Gina?
0: Ay, ay, ay.
1: Oh, man. Coming from a girl who changed her name from Nora to Aquafina, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Can handle anything, ladies.
1: I guess, I guess. But
0: I I do agree. I loved how they highlighted that name issue and because there's a whole culture around that. And even for myself, like when I was thinking about uh, naming my son, you know, I really wanted him to have a Chinese name, but on his birth certificate, I didn't want it to be like written as a middle name or something because like my husband's name is like that. And it's always wrong, like official documents. It's always like in one, one name instead of two. And it's just very frustrating. So it's kind of like, I don't know, probably a lot of people have grown up trying to, you know, make their name or names of their kids fit the system here in the U S or, you know, other government systems. But I think Mm -hmm. that for my own, self but of course my son you know we gave him a Chinese name that we use at home um but yeah maybe for other other people if they have kids that they want to name maybe you could go for it name them you know a Chinese name and be be proud of it or you know your in-language name
1: yeah yeah no I've had kids switch their name back Mm. you know from oh they're I knew them as Amy freshman year but then senior year they're like no you know I'm gonna go with whatever my chinese name is, you know, just cuz i'm going to college and i i want to be that person, you know. So that's cool. That's cool. I love that. So So yeah, so we get out of San Francisco and we fly to Macau, um gambling capital of Asia, right? Uh so it kind of fit a little bit except for everyone speaking mandarin in Macau, which is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh but anyway, I'll go with it. We'll go with it. And then from there we immediately, you know, not immediately, but really quickly we meet um his sister, right? And so we're starting this family drama where we have Shang-Chi and his kind of his sister who he abandoned to a certain extent was it 14 years ago or it was a while ago? And she's running this Fight Club, Macau Fight Club, which is this fantastical world, right? Uh, and then, and then the the Ten Rings show up, and it's this huge fight scene. It's amazing, and and then we get to meet Wenwu. Wenwu shows up, and. Uh, what do you think uh what do you think of those scenes in the Macau scene and then when they get to the compound the ten ring compound what did you think of those scenes
2: Well her real name what, Menger
1: Yeah Mung Munger Munger
2: yeah. the, the the sister right What's her character yeah. name Xiling? Z- Xiling. Sha- Xiling. Xiling. Yeah yeah I, She gave me a huge kill bill flashback the (laughs)
1: hairstyle yeah you
2: remember that scene where there uh she fights well she's black mamba right and then black mamba fights this girl assassin uh with the whatever triad or and they she she has this weapon that is similar a chain swinging thing yeah and similar haircut um I loved her character. It it was just kind of like, she was not only just an amazing fighter, but she's also a great organizer. And, you know, she is building business. woman. Yeah. She's mirror. I mean, the whole, her whole premise of her character is like, she wasn't taught how to fight, but she wanted to, and she was observing and teaching herself and the same thing with her father's empire doing the same thing. So, I loved her character because she's pretty much breaking some, you know, I mean, I can't say in the full history of China that, you know, we, we suppress women um, because I feel like in the Cantonese and the Southern provinces, the women are the power of the, the family. Yeah. But, you know, typically in China, you know, the women are second class. And so, you know, she's showing us, hey, she can do it and and, and then some. So that I really liked her introduction.
1: And I think we're going to see, and I'm going to get a little film criticky here a little bit. Uh, there's a lot of duos, right? There's a lot of couplets where you have Sean and Katie, right? And then you have Shang-Chi and Sha Ling, brother and sister. Yes. Then you have Wen Wu and his wife, Ying Li. And then you have Wen Wu and himself, right? <laughs> He's kind of two different characters himself. Mm-hmm. But you have all these duos, right? And then, of course, Wen Wu and Shang-Chi, the And they kind of play that up. There's all these duos, and they all have these complicated relationships, which I thought was really well done. With the buddies, with Sean and Katie, and then you have this kind of—I mean, Shang Chi and Sha Ling, brother and sister, but they have some history. They have some beef. You know, they have a little bit of distrust there. Um, And then, but then you have this this interesting kind of love story in the middle between Wen Wu and Ying Li. And they're dual, there's a duality there, right? They're kind of the yin and the yang of things where you have him kind of shifting towards her way of, of peace and of tranquility and, and going away from violence. And then Shang, so Shang-Chi is a, is a combo of those two things, right? He's like got that his dad's violent side. And But he's also got his mom's, you know, know-who-you-are grounded side. And so it's really interesting. The, the, I thought they did a really good job of kind of building these characters. And so the sister, the, played by Meng Er, like, she takes after her dad, right? She takes more after her dad. And Shang-Chi takes more after her mom. So it's kind of interesting that they end up being kind of, you know, we'll see. are they Are they friends at the end? You know, are we going to see... Uh, sequel where there's some unfinished family feud going on uh so i i thought that was really cool and i love the flashbacks the flashbacks were also my well some of my favorite parts where we hear that we see the mom and i actually i wouldn't mind seeing the first thousand years of wenwu Mm -hmm. you know how did he find those rings and you know how did he learn how to use them and that kind of stuff was was kind of glossed over a little bit for time's sake. You know they couldn't get into it, but yeah, Tony Leung comes in and I mean there's been a lot made of his charisma. And he's not a not a big dude, you know. He's he's like our height, right? <laughs> you know he's like five six. You know he's he's small, but he's he's a powerhouse, right? And he a lot of people said he's the scene stealer, right? Whenever he was in a scene, he was kind of the quiet disapproving Asian father. <laughs> I like that part too, where you know Shang-Chi's training and the, the disapproving Asian father's like, no, no, not done yet, right? So that was fun.
2: It, his, his character was very complex. You could see the struggle. And that's the thing, when he walks into the room, you, you're you shifting back and forth about him. And that's good acting. I mean, you go, oh gosh, I'm sympathizing with him. And then in another part, I'm hating him. And in another part, I'm relating he's taking us to each of those scenes based on how he acts so I was really impressed with that it was a very yeah. fluid character that takes you on a journey what's going on in his head I, I really enjoyed that
0: yeah he yeah. he keeps you on your toes and really draws you in and I loved how um, the characters spoke Chinese at some points and English at some points and I wanted to mention that you know the I think that Chinese accents have always been portrayed as goofy or the butt of jokes. And that's, you know, a lot of like American and non Asian media portraying it that way. And I don't know, maybe a lot of people can relate, but that's always been like a, you know, a sore point for an Asian American growing up people making fun of accents. But I thought that their accents are so elegant, you know, and in real people, like if you speak to real people, people who are bilingual. I mean, uh, Asian accents are beautiful and elegant, you know, and it was cool that they portrayed it that way. And just the interchangeability, so fluid, English, Chinese, English, Chinese, you know, that was a real highlight and something to really celebrate for the Asian community. Because to know two languages so fluently, that's pretty badass.
1: Yeah, no, I I thought it was great that they cast... Um, Simu Liu because he can really speak Chinese. You know, he's strong on Chinese. But then they also have aquafina, and you know, she's like not using it, but it it fit. It's it fit. her character. Yeah. Right? And that's just the way it is with your friends. You have friends that are fluent, you have friends that are not, and there's all levels of Chinese, right? You know, it's like, Well, you're totally ABC or you're you were raised in America, but your parents spoke to you since you were a baby, so you can you can still get the tones right and yeah, so I I thought the family dynamic was really neat. And yeah, I agree with you, Brian. You don't hate Wenwu. I mean, his motivations are questionable at times, but you could see why he would do what he did. Most I mean, some of the stuff's pretty despicable. Mm-hmm. But um but yeah, it wasn't totally like, "Oh, you're pure evil. You know, why would you? How could you possibly?" It wasn't. Usually it was, he you, you could see his motivation for doing things
2: there's also a sense of and this is the pride the man pride coming out of me and he's he's running things he's he you know it doesn't matter who his enemy is he's he's going in there and he's going to take it and you know with whatever crime organization almost kind of gave this undertone of no of all the gangs of all the powers in history no he 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 can he went in there and he took them over if he wanted to and that was kind of a, a sense of you know strength that i like about that yeah yeah and they portrayed
0: yeah. him as someone who was strategic in his conquerings and not one to just i want to conquer the world like so generic so lame yeah. but he was very strategic yeah. in his actings
2: yeah yeah if he wanted to take right. it he could but he's not going to take everything he's just
0: chess mm-hmm. pieces it's part of a bigger With- picture right
1: Which makes sense because he was kind of under the radar, you know, like, you know, we had heard of Ten Rings and Iron Man, but it wasn't like the FBI or the international police were looking for him all this time, you know, public enemy number one. He's kind of laying low in the forest.
0: Yeah, (laughs) a mystery. They couldn't even, they don't even know what ethnicity he is,
1: (laughs) Yeah, Iron Man. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But uh, so in the middle of this, we have a, a, a goofy little love story. I mean... Let's fight and fall in love at the same time. <laughs> I mean they had to they had to fall in love somehow. And you know, they did the best they could. It was like they had one minute to fall in love. It's kinda of like, okay, let's let's how can they fall in love in a minute? So they have this fight scene between Wen Wu and Shang Chi's mom, played by Fala Chen who's amazing. And I think I don't think any of the women, like Munger or Fala, knew martial arts before this. I don't think.
0: Yeah, wow. yeah. I don't think Munger did. Yeah, Munger did. That. But they were both amazing. And yeah. yeah, I yeah, I know what you mean, Curtis. You know, when I was watching that scene, it's in that, that, woo, what is it called? Wu Wushia. Wushia. Yeah. yeah, you know, we've yeah. kind of all seen that before if you, you're into martial arts. With the flicks. falling
1: leaves. Yeah. <laughs> and the bamboo forest. Totally.
0: Like you see the tai chi moving around them. And, you know, yeah. that, that, when, you know, that was happening i was like oh okay so they are are they falling in love oh, okay okay they're going down that road and it's yeah. something that i think we've kind of seen before it's like a man in power you know giving up their power because of true love you know i don't know if you guys saw the recent mortal combat but that was a central <laughs> story to okay. that but it was you know uh japanese and there was other netherworld yeah. type of things that happening right. there but we've seen it before um and that happens in the beginning of the movie. But I was like, okay, I'm going to keep an open mind and, yeah.
4: and roll with
0: them. And I thought that Fala, like, she's an amazing actress. I thought that all of her scenes were totally captivating. And with the um, young Shang-Chi, that boy, oh, my gosh, he was yeah. amazing, too. He had some really pivotal character-building scenes for Shang-Chi. Yeah, um, yeah yeah those are all great mm-hmm. yeah
1: all the flashbacks are great yeah and then huge spoiler mom dies right and that was rough
0: that's so sad that,
1: super rough
0: i didn't think did you guys think that she was gonna die in that battle scene i don't know why but in when i was watching it i was like she's gonna be fine
1: <laughs> yeah yeah but then she had no powers and they brought in 20 more dudes yeah.
2: It was a graceful death, too. It left yeah. the imagination in terms of what happened to her, what killed her. She was just beautifully sure. laid out and peacefully dead. Yeah. Which
1: was. With other yeah. baddies
0: dead around her, too. Right. Uh, so yeah. she put up a fight. I mean. She
1: took out a few. I was really then, sad then, when that happened. But then Shang-Chi is just watching the whole thing. It's
0: heartbreaking.
1: And then that was the heartbreaking thing was when. You know they both blame each other. You know, Shang Chi says, "Oh, it's you killed you killed her." You know, with your with your gangster dealings. And then when Wu was like, "You just you just stood at the window and watched. Right, that was rough. That was tough. super.
3: Tough.
0: I wanted to stand yeah. up and say, "But he was a little boy.
3: He was
1: seven, dude." <laughs> uh, yeah, but that was tough. That was tough to watch, yeah, and it and it, it ruined them both. You know, they were both ruined mm-hmm. after that. And then this this whole um, so go we found the guy who was responsible for it, and you need to go kill him. And Shang is what fourteen at the time. And at first he lies to Katie and says no, I didn't do it. But then he says, no, I did do it. That <laughs> was that was, and then you don't see it, you know. So, so another kind of a graceful thing. Yeah, they slip that
2: in. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. His assassin career was very short lived, but he did it. He was trained for that and he did it. Yeah. And it didn't give him any closure at all, you know, and he just ran
3: away mm-hmm. after that.
1: So that was, that, was some, that was some good movie making there. I thought that was, they fit a lot in, you know, yeah. <laughs> in the first hour. That's true. Wow, that in. wasn't the
0: first hour, huh? Yeah. And I was surprised by that, too, that he said, you know what, and I, you know, that he did do it. I was like, oh, oh.
1: Oh, the yeah. plot so he's thickens. Got some,
0: you know, it was cool. He's got that side to him. Yeah, you
1: know, he's not totally not his dad's son. He's not completely his mom's son. He has got a little bit of his dad. Mm-hmm. You know, and then then we get a little. Then we go off the rails a little bit. Right? Then then we end up. Well, we end up in jail in the in his dad's compound, and we meet we, we meet Ben Kingsley uh aka the fake mandarin who (laughs) i guess they needed him to understand that that guy the little morris guy and uh so then they end up escaping from the compound kind of cheesy and they pick they pick the cheesiest car they you know bmw must have been a sponsor but they picked (laughs)
0: <laughs> Razor, Razor fist. fist
1: car with the graffiti on the yeah, side yeah
0: it like,
1: and it's an electric car like not the best choice you know if you're gonna go yeah where's the power in go, that? <laughs> well there's the, no no I drive an electric car there's power oh. but there's no range the, oh. the range is iffy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, you're right, Curtis. That's right. So
1: you got the torque, but you know you you go 150 miles. You're like, oh no, where are we going to charge this thing in the bamboo forest? <laughs> oh, yeah, so yeah, anyway. I, I want to
0: go back to the you know the Ben Kingsley moment. Oh yeah, yeah. And because he, you know, that for me was a real sore spot when it came to the first Iron or whichever Iron Man that he was in. Was it the third one? I don't know. I kind of tried to forget those. But um, Uh I really didn't like it because I was like, well, the Mandarin is a major, you know, um, villain. And in the comics, he's clearly, you know, Chinese. And so I don't know. When I saw the Iron Man, I thought that that was kind of wrong, even though it was Ben Kingsley and, you know, amazing renowned actor and it felt like him bringing him back in shang chi i felt like he was like apologizing you know like (laughs) okay or on behalf of marvel you know this was the artistic choice that they went for and here i am i felt like i was being apologized to but i don't necessarily felt. i don't think that (laughs) i i didn't feel like i needed that and it took up a little bit too much screen time for me
3: I
1: know.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, how I, did. I felt. I, I don't know. Really. What about you? you guys?
1: I didn't need him either. Yeah. I mean.
2: Well, everyone was disappointed in Iron Man 3 when he first appeared because it was a, you know, it was a bait and switch. Oh, the Mandarin's appearing. Oh, no, but he's not. He's, it's, he's, he's fake. And then
0: and it made it feel like a joke. Like it made it feel yeah. like a big yeah. joke. Like it could have been, you know, an Asian character. It just made it feel like a joke.
2: And it kept being a joke because he comes back and he's still a joke. And, you know, if you go back to the comic books, the Mandarin has ten, 10, rings and or is it five? Each ring has a specific power. Yeah. So in the movie, they kind of change that all up because those rings are not, you know, because yeah. in the comic book, you shoot one ring. Oh, and yeah. it has They're a like
0: power. rings on your um, fingers as opposed to like yeah. the Chinese, like they kind of adapted it to the Chinese ancient Right,
1: I think it felt too much like Thanos. Oh, true, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were like, what are these power stones? What are we doing here? Mm-hmm.
2: I thought that's where they were going. Another set of you know, um, yeah, powers that are emulating from objects, you know. But it, yeah. it was cool. I, I liked how they they turned it because it, you know, Shang Chi yeah. having the ten rings is pretty cool. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and they're not overpowering. I mean, they're they're pretty they're pretty <laughs> they're pretty powerful. But you know, he can't fly, and you know, he can jump pretty far and stuff with those rings, but. I I I like I like the ten rings actually in this. Mm-hmm. Uh and so we we end up finding out that this this I think they're calling it a pocket dimension of Talo. It's not it's not, like when I first watched the movie, I was like, "Yo, why didn't he just fly a helicopter there and <laughs> you know, but but uh it's a it's an unfindable world, not like Wakanda, where it's on the map right so this this world is they call it a pocket dimension where it's only open certain times and or if you're i guess if you're a mythical beast, you can find your way back there, but it's supposedly you know I think we was saying it's once every certain many years, it opens up and it's coming up in three days, something like that. So we end up in this mythical world, which I was kind of like, wait, what? Where It was like, I felt, it looked a little bit to me like Avatar, you know, the movie, the James Cameron movie, Avatar, it looked a little like that, or a little like Wakanda, a little cheesy, and they brought in these mythical beasts, let me go through these a little bit, they had the lions, which are, those are called the shishi, <laughs> The the, the the lines that you have, the pair of lines, and there's that duality again. You have, you have these two lines, and they're kind of the yin and yang. And then you have the the fuzzy guy's name, Morris, but he's called a Dijang. And so at first I was like, what the heck is this no-face thing? But it's actually a thing in mythology, Chinese mythology, and there's sketches of them. And so they, they found these sketches of them. And I guess they were born out of... Um, chaos a little bit, so it's kinda of interesting. And then they have these other ones they had non tail fox and they had this other unicorn kind of guy. So they created this world of Talo, which ends up being this protection place where there's this giant soul sucking dragon guy beast <laughs> huh? that uh was released, you know, thousands of years ago, was sucking the soul out of the human race. And then they fought him back into this, what do they call it? The dark cavern or the dark gate or something like that. They fought him back and threw him in this tomb that was protected by dragon's shields. Dragon's scales. scales. And somehow this this soul-sucking dragon is communicating with Wenwu. (laughs) Somehow. And that... That actually, kind of made sense to me. <laughs> it sounds it sounds crazy, but I was kind of like you know he's hearing his dead he's hearing his dead wife, and that gave me I, I understood his motivica- motivation at that point. I was like, okay, yeah, I could see where Wenwu would be kind of blinded by this, and able to. What do you think of this whole mythical world segue that we went into?
2: Well, it's the typical you know temptation, you know, don't yeah. eat the apple, you yeah. know, or um. Yeah. you know uh being tempted and you, you took the biggest weakness out of somebody and utilized it in order to make them do something that's he not good to him. yeah you yeah, lied to him.
0: i i liked the mythical world stuff <laughs> for me like the weirder the better and okay. i think in marvel this is the first time we've seen a world quite like you know what you were describing curtis it's there but it's not you know it's a strange place in and of itself so it it brings in that yeah mythical folklore stuff into the marvel universe that can get really weird but if people are on board it could be really really fun and you know with how it how the story came to be you know that when we was hearing the voice of his dead wife i feel like that happened really fast i was like whoa okay so now this is where we're going like for me it it it, like swiftly went into that part of the plot um but like curtis i think it yeah it made sense just given when they explain like the timing of it all and stuff like that
1: um maybe if you had showed it like maybe you showed it for like the last 15 years when we would have been hearing this voice yeah maybe
0: right yeah for me it yeah it felt a little bit abrupt um but i went with it yeah.
1: i'll go with it yeah that i agree i was like
0: okay all right Yeah,
1: and it made him sympathetic right yeah. it made him like yeah he's totally bonkers but he's not evil
0: mm-hmm. well
1: right his yeah. he is but his intent for busting that d- d- gate open wasn't pure evil he's a lover i mean yeah i mean yeah he's willing to kill like 50 people to get there Yeah. So that's evil. Yeah. Yeah. But
0: it's Machiavellian. Like he's approaching it in the same way that he's approached all of his other conquests, I'm sure. It's justified. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So he shows up with his little army. And this is, okay, this is maybe my biggest gripe. I'm kind of like, oh, really? We're going to go bamboo poles and arrows (laughs) again. But they had (laughs) dragon
0: scale, you know, forged weapons. (laughs)
1: but I mean if I'm Wu's army like bring a machine gun right (laughs) why are you bringing these taser crowbars with you like what are those things anyway I
0: wonder where that technology I mean there is there a way for him to have harnessed the 10 rings to create those that type of weaponry I don't know
1: yeah but I thought it was just kind of dumb obviously it's setting up this great fist fight right but if you if you were the mafia you wouldn't bring handheld weapons you know just, I don't know. Right, I don't, to like I don't, mow know, down
0: the village. I mean, that he said he would right. decimate that village if they won't let yeah. me do the dragon.
1: And I'm bringing tasers, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing cattle prize with me.
2: Well, let me ask. On the other battles that they flashback in, in the beginning of the movie, when he's taking over these other places, what weapons do they have?
1: They had a machine gun. Yeah, they had
2: more... Artillery,
1: right? Yeah, right. So he all of a sudden helicopter. they kind of
2: went down a level for the final
1: fight. Yeah, yeah. I, I th- mm.
0: <laughs> you know, maybe it had something to do. Maybe he knew something about the forest, like the mythical forest, to get there. They wouldn't be able to wield such barbaric weaponry. <laughs> My God. Or maybe he didn't yeah.
1: want. He didn't want to exterminate them. Maybe I don't
0: know. In his heart. Ooh, that's know. an interesting. That's mm, interesting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But you know, for honor, you can't bring a gun to a you know. I guess a fight. <laughs> I get opposite. Right? But
0: I get what you're saying, Curtis, about also like in the <laughs> end with that battle, and it's like very traditional garb, traditional looking garb. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: sandals. That's right, right. Sandals.
0: Bow, bows and arrows, and <laughs> <laughs>
1: there's
2: a is there a dust? Uh, what what do you call those dust? Yeah, <laughs> the, the uh... Oh
0: yeah, the the. <laughs> The tongue, too.
1: Shang-Chi, he freezes up. He's like, oh, the
0: tongue, oh, the tongue too. Put
4: that
3: way. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
1: that oh yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I think they underutilized Michelle Yeoh a little bit. You know, they had the one scene with her. But, yeah, she was fine. I mean, it was all fine. That whole little village scene was fine. But then the dragon battle, which I was kind of like,
2: wait, what? <laughs> dragon battle? I don't know about you, but I started the first time the dragon comes up and and, and uh, Shang-Chi rides him. The first thing that popped up was Pete's dragon. Oh, oh I was thinking Never Ending Story. And I, I was a, a with... Never Ending Story riding <laughs> that furry dog. Oh, yeah. Was, uh, when Aquafina joined on, then all of a sudden I saw that, that dog. I think it's called uh, Falcor oh, from Never oh, Ending yeah. Story.
3: Yeah. Definitely. Yeah.
1: And I was kind of like, what the heck is his sister doing on there? She, she's just right She's along for the ride. She didn't really do anything. But that one scene, you know, the, the important scene there was when she's falling. And she's getting yanked off of the, the oh, good yeah, dragon. Oh, yeah, 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 And she's like, you have to let go of me. A you know, classic movie scene. You have to let go. He's like,
0: no. Yeah.
1: But then he says, no, I'm not letting go of you again. That was cool. I thought that was a good cool Oh,
3: line. yeah. But
1: But realistically... I mean, what's she gonna do with her rope dagger?
0: (laughs) I think she. Why
1: is she even there? I think she was
0: there to like control the dragon back to to pick up Shang Chi when he's like flying through the air. I'm pretty
1: sure the dragon knew what he was
0: doing. (laughs) Oh, the dragon was a she.
1: Oh, 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 excuse me, excuse me. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure she was she was capable. (laughs) I don't know. It was a little cheese ball. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, of course, Aquafina has the death shot. Or not the death shot, but, you know, the wounding shot. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. never shot him. You know, she's trained for like two hours.
0: <laughs> and yeah. all of a sudden, she's, yeah.
1: she's a master. I
0: know. And that line from the, you know, uh, Paul Posh. Yeah. She's like, if you don't, what is it? If you don't aim at something. It's like the, you know, the sentiment yeah. of you miss all the shots you don't take.
2: You don't
3: I'm take. Like, oh, yeah. are you
0: speaking to me?
2: Oh, <laughs> that, was, that was some Chinese wisdom, right?
3: Yeah,
1: I
2: know. But I
1: was just I was drinking it up. I mean, I, I didn't want to think too much. Yeah, and, you know, I don't want to even think too much right now, even you know. But
3: it was just a dragon fight at the end. I'm like,
0: what? <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right,
1: we got a dragon fight, y'all. I, know.
0: <laughs> I really liked it, but like I said earlier, I'm totally into these weird creatures, and I loved seeing those soul sucking little. That's yeah, little... I like.
1: I agree. I like creatures, but I like a little. I like to get to know them a uh, little bit.
3: First,
1: uh, <laughs> you know, I felt like if you have ever seen How to Train Your Dragon two, it's like it felt like that a little bit. Good versus evil, dragon, and then the rings were kept shifting. That was kind of cool oh, yeah. at the end. The final fight that was a good fight between the dad and the rings were kind of making up their mind. The rings, yeah, were like, oh. they
0: were kind of their own character, and I thought that was really yeah. cool.
1: So halfway through the fight, half of them switched sides. They were like, "No, we're going, we're going Shang-Chi yeah. side." Yeah, that was kind of Yeah, cool. and
0: they have a different they move differently. I mean, obviously they look different, you know, switching back and forth between the two characters, but they have a different they move differently.
1: Yeah. So that was kind of cool. And then there's that little Darth Vader moment, you know, where it's kind of like the dra- the soul-sucking dragon's coming and when woo, you know, saves his son you know in the final moment of uh what you would call it redemption you know like he's like no i'm gonna save my son yeah so there's kind of that moment which which was good i think we needed that
2: are we is it a done deal like when mu is dead i mean he got his soul sucked <laughs>
1: Can you get your soul back?
2: I don't know. I just didn't seem very definite to me. I just felt like hmm, still might be around. I don't know. Yeah.
1: I was kinda waiting for like the end of Rapunzel, you know, where she the the witch in Rapunzel was a thousand years old, right? And so when she got Rapunzel's haircut, she just turned into like
2: this
3: skeleton
1: and dust. (laughs) Yeah. I was kinda waiting for that because he's a thousand years old, right? So without the rings
2: Oh yeah. But they did mention that because he has the rings, he's immortal
1: yeah but then when the ring shifts sides, ah, he loses in telling- I don't know, yeah, yeah, no, I would be down, I'd be down for a little wenwu reprise if he wants to come back, yeah,
0: or even like you were saying, kind of to document some of the one thousand years you know before when he first uh, the,
1: the prequel yeah. yeah, I'd be down for that I th- for and sure. yeah
0: when they when they slayed the bad dragon, you know the souls didn't go back to the people that
3: were yeah. you know yeah. No, they dead. Were, they were, they were dead. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I don't know, man. I, yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back. You know, with Marvel, anything is possible. Seriously. <laughs> Who
1: knows? Yeah. Yep. I mean, we're talking dragon fight. Years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anything. You know, once you put a dragon in there, anything can happen. But uh, yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was solid. Everyone's performances were good. Acting yeah. wise.
0: I was really yeah. um uh surprised by Munger's character. I think for me yeah. she like rose to be my favorite character I think in that story um just how she portrayed her and she you know amazing fighter yeah. I I liked how they didn't portray her or other women as like hypersexualized or you know to lean into that like asian fetish kind of thing because yeah. I do think that that sometimes happens. And even with just superheroes in general, just the way that they look. Um, so I think in yeah. recent Marvel movies, we see much less of that. You know, it was very apparent in the first Iron Man, which with Black Widow as, you know, this sexy person there up on the screen. But the women in this movie, they're not there to just be looked at. You know, they have yeah. story, character. Yeah, cool.
1: Uh, I thought everyone looked real normal. Normal,
0: yeah, yeah, I agree. Everyone (laughs) looked
1: normal. Normal Like not supermodels, but, you know, not caricatures of Asians. They're just people that, yeah, if you saw Munger walking down the street. You know, you wouldn't be like, oh my gosh, she's five foot nine. And, <laughs> you know, like she's curvy and a model. No, she's, you know, look like a normal Chinese girl. Yeah. Like a normal, Chinese woman. yeah.
0: But Falah Chen, oh my gosh, she is gorgeous. Actually, she, when okay, she yeah. was up on the show, I was like, wow, you're beautiful.
2: Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, totally. I agree with Lauren. She, she, uh, Menger to me, uh, took me away. I, I loved her character. Yeah,
0: I was surprised.
2: I was really impressed with her and what she represents. And at the end of the movie, if you stick yeah. around for the end, credit, no. yeah. there's a little bit something there for you. And
1: She's not done. Uh-huh. Yeah. Did you
2: hear the story how she's married now? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, she started the movie single.
2: Yeah, entered the movie single and left married and met the uh, action I don't know what's it action supervisor action director yeah, a yeah,
0: coordinator or something they fell in love yeah. during the production fell, uh,
2: pre you know during covid i guess and all throughout in <laughs> the filming and then they threw him yeah. a wedding which sounded strange to me like if you're asian you know you want a, a wedding the family wants to be there but it simu and Aquafina threw the wedding i believe yeah
1: <laughs> yeah another another fun fact that came out of her interviews is that she she just sent an audition tape, kind of blindly. She was on like a chat group or a forum, something like WeChat. Yeah, I think like so.
0: That. I think that's what she said. Like it was WeChat. There was like an announcement or something. So she sent.
1: And then so she sent a tape off, and she didn't know she she didn't know she was applying to a Marvel movie until she went and she met Simu, and you know, like they were like, oh, by the way, this is Shang Chi.
2: And she's like, what?
1: <laughs> so that's crazy.
2: It is crazy. And she has no martial arts background.
1: Yeah. that's. And Destin was saying they just liked her character. Like as a person, they just thought she brought this combination of innocence, but with, whiz- you know, some street smarts to the character. And spunky.
0: I remember he said they thought that she was real spunky yeah. with a little bit of attitude.
1: <laughs> yeah, that she could she could strut into the ring and, you know. Not back down. Yeah.
0: She's a delight. She I'm like her delight. biggest fan now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Same here. Yeah. She was, yeah, she stood out for me. Um, I thought Aquafina Aw- had all the best lines <laughs> in the movie. Like she had some really good lines.
2: She's a, a force. I, every scene she enters, her presence is there. She reminds me of uh, a Bernie Mac. You know, he's just a powerful personality. And when she goes in, she she captures it. And there's scenes there where, she's not even the main c- situation in the scene. She's in the background and her face is always illuminating yeah. what's going on. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you know,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like the dinner scene, you know, when she first <laughs> meets Wen yeah. Wu and she's the American girl. Um, yeah. Her face, she didn't have many lines in that scene, but her facial expression, you're right, Brian. It was like,
2: yeah.
1: Your eyes go and that her. is true. You know, when you go over to someone else's house for dinner and you just sit there quietly. You wait to be talked to, you know, you're not, you know, she was, it was pretty, cla- she played, played that character really well, I thought. But yeah. you
2: have to answer this question because it didn't seem obvious to me. Is she his girlfriend or just the sidekick or friend? Uh, yeah. Friend zone? What, what is?
1: I think the door is open. I, it wasn't obvious. You know, there's that one scene she puts his, her head on his shoulder, but that could be buddies, you know, like they obviously love each other to, to a degree. As friends, for sure.
2: Well, it threw me off because her grandmother goes, when you guys can get married? So I'm assuming... Um... it's th- The door's open.
0: Don't all grandmothers say that, though? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but
2: if it's friend, friend zone, it's like, ew, no, no, no that's not... You know, we're not like that, you know?
1: Yeah, so- she didn't She didn't do that, but she didn't also be like, oh, no, shush, grandma, don't say that. You know, like, she was kind of... It was kind of neutral. Yeah. Um, and her
0: character's interesting because Katie, you know, she's just brand new a character made for the movie and yeah. she was the first one cast. I kind of feel like, oh, maybe they thought, well, she's a powerhouse. She's got to be in the movie. We'll create this character for her. I don't think that there's been a character like that before in the MCU. Usually if it's a major character, yeah. they are based on at least an obscure character in the comics. Yeah. So it's interesting yeah. that she is also brought along for the ride with Shang-Chi to be part of this team
1: <laughs> yeah they didn't really justify that yeah they like wong was like yeah you too and she's like okay right, yeah <laughs> Yeah,
0: and that i mean it makes me feel like well maybe you know he gathers strength from her and it's yeah, just no yeah they realize yeah that.
1: That, she, that he needs her well
0: there's something going
2: on because you don't take everybody into an avengers meeting and so you know at the yeah. end the holograms are there captain marvel's there yeah, and she's in the meeting with Shang Chi. So, is she I going to be? have a to backstory.
1: Yeah, the maybe Potts, has a backstory.
2: Jane Foster turn into a superhero situation.
0: We'll see. Wong knows something.
1: Wong knows something. He's got the books there, right? He's got the library,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: the time, the time threads. But yeah, so for me, it was Tony Leung and Aquafina. Were you know Simu and Munger were solid, but I, I really liked Aquafina's character as well as. Uh, as well as uh, Tony Long. Mhm. But um but yeah, I I think performance-wise everyone did great. What about production anything? Um the fight scenes were great. Death Dealer, you want to talk about Death Dealer for a minute? He's the guy with the mask. So I had no lines. But his people are saying that his martial arts was was the best. He's the most pure martial artist in this movie uh self-trained they said he he's played by andy lay or andy lee uh self-trained martial artist and so he they brought him on uh but if you watch him on youtube he's amazing he does some amazing martial arts uh so he had that one fight scene that was pretty amazing with the daggers
0: oh yeah uh, um and then the backdrop it was like the neon signs they were on the roof or in that building. Yeah. I want to watch it again to see his fight scenes, actually. Because, you know.
1: And he was the tormentor, you know, the trainer, the mentor as a child for Shang-Chi when he was a child. So he's been around for a while. So they have some history where he was the tough one and, you know, and... When we would just kind of look on disapprovingly as Death Dealer was kind of beating up Shang-Chi yeah. as a kid, I think
0: it was disappointing that he died. He died, right? Yeah, I it thought was. that was really yeah. disappointing. It
2: was disappointing. I needed more from him. I need more background about him. I want to see him in the in, maybe in the dark um, training uh, monger. You know? Yeah,
0: I agree. Yeah. I think that, that that's a loss that he died, and it was so anticlimactic. I felt that a little bit too when Tony Long died. I felt like that was kind of anticlimactic. But totally. When the, the Death Dealer died. I was like, no, he could be. Yeah, so Yeah, cool. kill Razor
1: Fist, man. Why you gotta kill? Death
0: yeah, man? yeah. I mean, <laughs> Razor Fist was was great too, but the Death Dealer was amazing.
1: <laughs> right? Are you little? Are you little disappointed there wasn't that love story? I mean. There's a history of the Asian male lead not getting the girl. You I know, remember Jet Li? Remember Jet Li and
0: Aaliyah? Oh, Yung fad yeah, and Mia Servin-
1: Servina? Yeah, yeah.
0: It's true. I think that you know, for Asian males, they're not usually like the love the interest, symbol. yeah, or yeah. sex symbol. Um, though Simu did get his shirtless moment. He did have the so, shirtless scene. Go, Simu. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, I don't know, maybe.
1: I'm going to go ahead and ship uh, Cersei, played by Gemma Chan in the Eternals. I'm going to ship Cersei and Shang-Chi. They're going to get together.
3: That'd be nice. <laughs> That'd be great. Right? You heard Can it you here, folks. It? You heard it here
1: first. Spoiler. There's a weird love triangle, I think, going on in the Eternals, but let's add a, let's make it a quadrangle.
0: And then, and then, what is to be seen of Katie?
2: Well, there's a
0: She's Asian the best
1: man. Um, character She's in the... Eternals, Gildemish. Yeah. <laughs> can get together. No. All right, don't worry, Katie will be fine. Katie's got personality. True, she'll, she'll be, be fine. She will not need a man.
0: That's true. That's right. <laughs> Katie, you go, girl.
1: Yeah. So anyway, yeah, the the after credit scenes a little revealing, a little interesting. So we saw Bruce Banner, not really in person. It's probably they filmed it COVID style. They filmed it you know, in their living room. <laughs> Standing her closet, yeah. Brie Larson, yeah. So we see them. So a couple, a couple cameos in the post credit scene, and then another post credit scene, double, where you see the sister, Shaling.
0: Oh yeah, that was so cool.
1: They're saying, oh yeah, she went back to shut down the shop, and she's like, nope.
0: Yeah, we're <laughs> revamping. We're remodeling.
2: We're expanding.
0: Yeah, it yeah. <laughs> was expanding. I thought that was cool.
2: Oh, yeah. With all the women um, training, yeah, training, training.
0: training. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think also the rings in the back, like the um, symbol was also redesigned. I think in the middle, there was like a lotus or oh. something. I think I don't know. Or maybe that's just me I manifesting that. But I think that it looked a little bit different because that I think it's like super masculine, you know, and she took it and Turn yeah. into something different. And can I
2: throw this in there? When Maybe we talk it. about end credits and Marvel being great at it, who was the originator that made end credits the thing? And it was Jackie Chan.
0: That's true. Oh. So
1: Or the bloopers, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah,
0: like were to get people to really stay around for the end credits. No one
2: ever stayed after a movie to see credits until Jackie Chan started throwing stuff up there. And yeah. There you go. Yeah.
1: All right. JC. <laughs> Uh, here's a little spoiler alert for the Infatuation podcast. We're thinking about doing um, an Asian character fantasy draft. So you know how fantasy football works where you know you choose your your eight, you pick a fantasy team of your best players. So we're gonna make it all Asian characters available and we're gonna have a team everyone's gonna try to assemble their ultimate team of Asian characters. So in the first round, you know are you going Bruce Lee? Oh. You go on Mulan. Oh,
0: oh, you go on oh! Shang-Chi. So this is like all you know. kinds of characters. Yeah,
1: yeah. So you can go animated. You can go you know short round mm-hmm. from uh, Temple of Doom,
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Indiana Jones. So yeah, so it's going to be so Gemma Chan will be in there, you know, and it's and it's just trying to assemble a team of mm-hmm. uh, of characters, and so I'm trying to get I'm trying to get some people involved with that. So that'll be fun. We're going to do that. Uh, it's going to be a while, but we just my friend John and I were kind of. uh mapping it out in our head like how this would work we have rules oh
0: that's fun <laughs>
1: you're gonna be on the clock you get one minute to make your pick oh wow
0: and, oh wow so
1: <laughs> it's gonna be oh make be- sure
0: you include um from agents of shield uh Belinda oh, yeah. may and daisy yeah. johnson make sure you
1: but see i think we're gonna make it that once you pick one character by that actor or actress all you get all of that actress or actress Oh,
0: so characters. I'm gonna pick Ming Na Wen uh, then. Ming Na Wen, sure. yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. So she's she's gonna be a, a hot. I think she I think she'll go first round. Mm-hmm. I would think. You know, when you get Bruce Lee, you get all of his characters, or Jackie Chan, you get all of his characters. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. So I think that'll be super fun. fun. I think that'll be some good smack talking, a little bit of a trash talking.
2: That'll know. be educational too. Yeah, Yeah. I
1: think it'll be, especially in the later rounds. You know, there's going to be like who's left in the later rounds. Like, oh, I got to go with Ken Jeong, you know, or whatever. That's cool
0: too because you can also highlight, you know, a particular actor's, you know, career.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it'll be fun.
2: Curtis, you just insulted all the Ken Jeong fans out there.
1: You think he's earlier around? You think he's uh, higher up? Could be. Could be. He's got a. He's got a resume for sure. Yeah, definitely has a resume. So, yeah. So anyway, so that might be coming. So maybe we'll pick some Shang-Chi characters out of those. You know, someone might go deep, keep deep knowledge on the Shang-Chi characters. But, um, all right. Any, any, um, kind of closing thoughts as we wrap up this episode?
2: The future is ours.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. We're definitely see a couple more. So, you know, they, you know, they, they definitely didn't tease it. They just said, basically, there's going to be a sequel. And he's going to be part of the team. He's part of the team now.
2: Uh, You know, there's a lot of MCU future ahead of us. Uh, I am pretty much predicting that by age 70 in retirement, it still won't be done. And I'm hoping that Marvel's... Some of the things that are questionable that the MCU does is switch ethnicities. And I'm hoping that we get a couple back. I mean, Iron Fist should be Chinese. That'd be nice. Uh, Uh. um, Iron We've have two universes entering the MCU: the Fantastic Four universe, which includes Galactus and all the cosmic characters like Silver Surfer,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and we've got the mutants. We didn't even go to the mutants yet, mm-hmm. so we've got a lot of Asian exposure going forward. That you know, hopefully they'll do it right because they screwed up Mantis. That's one of the characters I'm really. Uh, mm-hmm. Mantis was a a huge. She was a martial artist. A fierce yeah. fighter, she was a mantis, she wasn't a lady, yeah.
0: I, um, yeah, I have really weird feelings about that character too. How you know, she was like an Asian woman playing this weird alien, and I just felt like, Are you trying to say something about Asian women? Yeah, it's just exact weird, yeah, it. yeah, exactly. And like Brian said, she should be way more powerful, so downplaying yeah. that, yeah, I thought that doesn't sit well with me either. I'm glad you brought that up, Brian.
2: Uh, she's, you know, subservient.
0: Yeah.
1: She only she almost wanted for them, though. Like, she almost wanted for them. Yeah, yeah. on
2: Thanos, yeah, she did, they, they yeah. didn't bring her in there.
1: Yeah. But, uh, yeah. All right, well, I think that does it, guys. I think um we're going to wrap it up there for episode 9.2. Wow, I did another hour. <laughs> you don't think, you know, like, when you write these notes out, you're like, are we going to be able to fill 45 minutes? And the next thing you know, it's 90 minutes.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's a lot. I feel like you'll have to. Cut
2: out a lot of stuff. Well, like, yeah, we'll do our
1: best.
0: So we'll fun best. to talk about all of
2: it. You'll never have to fill in time with me. I can keep going. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Actually, on that note, Brian, you wanna you wanna plug your Facebook group? If you want to see some amazing collections of fan caves, man caves, Marvel Caves. What's the what's the group name, Brian?
2: It's called Collectible Caves. And it's um you have to get approved to get in because we don't let people just go in there and start spamming the place. Um, But yeah, it's called collectible caves. Now there's another group that has a similar name. So the website address is facebook.com slash groups slash comic statue caves. That's yours. That's mine. All right.
1: Thousands of people though, right?
2: Oh we have over thirteen thousand and these are the biggest collectors in the world. Some people have like constructed a whole building for their collections.
1: Wow. So yeah. Come check it out. Um you can see some of Brian's stuff. He's he's rebuilding his cave right now as we speak.
2: Yeah, it's undercover, so
1: so <laughs> one of these days we'll do a virtual tour, maybe we'll walk through. That'd be nice. But yeah, go join that group. Tell him you you heard him on the Infatuation Podcast and he'll let you in instantly. <laughs> It'll be like instant in. Definitely. Um but yeah, thanks, Brian. Thanks, Lauren, for coming by and chatting. Um everyone out there, thank you for listening. Uh, have you seen Shang-Chi? What do you think? Send us your thoughts. You can write to us at infatuationpodcast at gmail.com. We, uh, I love getting emails. I don't get a ton, so you know you will get a response if you write to me. You will get a personal response again. I'm not going to sell your information. I'm not going to spam your inbox. But you can write us there, or follow us at the Infatuation Podcast on Instagram or Facebook, and you'll get notified whenever there's a new episode, as well as seeing behind the scenes looks. I'm, you know what I'm going to do today? I think I'm going to drive over to Clement Street find that grocery store and the red gate next to it i'm gonna try to get a picture of myself over there (laughs) so anyway so we'll see if i fail this mission i have other pictures i might use but on the instagram if you want to see me outside of the gate out of katie's house (laughs) i'll talk to her grandma through the gate but uh yeah so go follow us at the infatuation podcast at, at instagram Uh, New episodes every Wednesday. If you're on the West Coast, I drop it kind of early on the West Coast, so you can get it 9 p.m. on Tuesday. Usually I I have it set for East Coast time, so it drops at midnight East Coast time. But if you're on the West Coast, hey, you can hear it three hours before the other people. Um, Next week we're talking about, are you ready for this? This is a a field that I'm an expert in. We're talking about K-pop. Yeah, I know, oh, right? Oh man! Who knew? You're an who expert knew the, in this. Who knew I was an expert in K? No, I'm bringing on. I'm bringing on my cousins. Oh, good. Uh, they are younger than I am and cooler than I am, so they'll be talking about K-pop. Uh, then we're the week after that we're doing uh, Asian frozen foods. Ooh. So I'm hitting TJs. I'm hitting Ranch 99. I'm hitting Safeway. I'm bringing one for lunch every day. I'm trying different entrees out so that you. Can take the guesswork out of your Asian frozen food.
0: Fun! That's a must <laughs> gotta, listen.
1: That I know, right? So we got a couple friends coming on there. They're super excited about it. We're we're texting each other. Hey, I just tried these potstickers, or I just tried <laughs> the lumpia. So give it a try. Um, please listen to us uh, wherever you get your podcasts, and follow us there if you would. That would be great. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. But until you hear us again, on behalf of Brian, Lauren, and myself, we hope you guys are all happy, healthy, and safe out there. Thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to you later.
2: Bye. See you later.
1: All right, initial thoughts on the movie? Oh.
4: I liked it. I liked how it immersed us into a whole other world, but stayed really local in San Francisco. So
1: it was relatable, though it was completely fantasy as well. And you said you didn't have any idea what was coming when you came in? None. No idea. Blew me away. So, But it was great to come in with no expectations and then enter into a whole new world. It's great. All right. Thank you.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Here, can I get your initial thoughts, your reaction? Take. <laughs> oh wow, it was a lot to digest. I didn't think there's so many different elements. You had the kung fu, you had the the mythical beasts, you had the, the family storyline. I did not expect to see a giant dragon. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they kept it a pretty good they secret. Kept pretty good secret, yeah. That was fun. Uh, All right. Thanks, but thanks for coming out. Thanks, Curtis, for uh, sponsoring or just putting this together. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Good to see you, man. <laughs> All right, initial thoughts. Uh,
0: I like the, I guess the family theme and leg- idea of legacy and ancestors and how that shapes who you are.
1: Favorite uh, character?
0: Uh, Aquafina. Yeah,
1: yeah, she's good for laughs.
3: <laughs>
1: what do you think, Aaron? It's great. Oh, did you know 10 much 10 rings <laughs> 10, 10 ring all right thanks for coming out we'll see you tuesday have a good date night <laughs> see ya thanks for coming out
5: thank you thank you uh first thoughts um my first thoughts were that i felt like aquafina like carry that movie she had a lot of good she lines she was like yeah like she was like the soul of that movie um You know, I'm not saying that, like, there wasn't a lot of good stuff going on there otherwise, but, um, that was, like, it would have been a totally different movie without her, and, like, I think a lot less enjoyable.
1: For sure, yeah. Yeah.
5: Um. Any surprises for you? I mean, I didn't know this, the plot of the movie coming in, so, like, a lot of it was kind of interesting. It was...
1: They kept it under wraps pretty good.
5: Yeah. I have to say, you know, having read a lot of the comics... I, um, totally different It was really Yeah I mean of course story, But I mean The Shang-Chi character In general they kept Like his storyline Like the evil father And like that yeah. whole sport, But they um, The whole blending Of the Mandarin And his father To me was yeah. kind of like I felt rings. like they could have yeah. Done a little bit more Creativity kind of keeping it But that's also just My purest comic book geekiness <laughs> I can see why they do it I know they have to make All those things Yeah, but, yeah. Right. So,
1: Amy any thoughts?
0: Beautiful to look at. It was really, yeah. it was really beautiful, right? Yeah. Yeah, it created cool. a whole nother world. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome.
5: Yeah. Oh, we were also saying too, like we appreciated like the San Francisco scenes, where like actually yeah. San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. You know, often, like you get like a fake San Francisco that represents nice. it, like what... yeah, the one California going by Galileo, yeah. but that's okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Down California yeah. as an articulated
5: as a, S- bus
1: swinging but, past yeah. Scaradelli
5: yeah. Square. square really But really pretty close. Really yeah, I mean right it was. There. It's still there. Yeah, I mean, it was an actual muni bus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so awesome. I mean, We would have liked to see more San Francisco, but that's just, you know, a being selfish.
1: And I heard they flew that bus to Australia to do the scene. Oh, really? Yeah, the fight scene part. The crash wow. scene of San Francisco, but the actual fighting on the bus was in Australia.
5: I didn't know that. pretty
1: cool. Wow. All right, thanks for coming out. Thank, Thank you. See you. Have a safe drive back.
5: Thank well, thanks so. for inviting us. What's yeah,
1: fun? yeah. Enjoy your day off. This is kind of our thing. We always do a Marvel movie. It is. <laughs> my Marvel buddy.
5: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Super fun, right? It's like, didn't know what to expect really. How about you? Oh, you're on the pod, man. The pod. You come to the show, oh, no. you gotta be on the pod. <laughs> Did
3: I sign a disclaimer? <laughs> yeah,
1: no, you're in, you're in. Hey, right, let me get some sound from John here.
6: Yeah, really good movie. The, uh, you know, totally um, Marvel Marvel style, really great pace. Um, <laughs> yeah and did really great job in just keeping the you know the Asian culture the Chinese culture in there without being superficial
1: Yeah, and Asian American culture too they threw in yeah, some stuff yeah I is... mean
6: Aquafina is not like a you know like the the trophy you know, uh, <laughs> Chi- <you> know <laughs> sidekick yeah but you it know it's funny yeah but, you know they left it open it's it's funny like it's true san francisco style right you hang out as friends but you don't know if you like each other right yeah, all right.
1: yeah there's a little bit it could be something there and she's gonna be in the next one i guess they brought her along oh yeah yeah I'm sure at the end if they were gonna like. It would have been forced, I think. I think it's better that they're buddies, and then maybe something can happen. They leave
6: it open, yeah. But I think it's great they had like really strong female characters.
1: Really, yeah, yeah. Like David was saying that Aquafina was like, carrying the movie in the sense that like she had all the best lines. She, like a lot of the the dialogue was really stronger because she was there in a way that only she could do right like i feel like she's kind of plays that character that no one else can
6: play in a way but, it, but i feel like a lot of the uh, the characters like they have a lot of those unspoken glances and in, in, in scenes that I, I feel like that happens a lot in chinese culture right? yeah so
1: yeah, there were there were some there were some things that maybe Asian Americans would understand that other people may not, not understand some of this stuff.
6: Like the grandma, and yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> the like when are you getting married?
1: married, or or you know the ancestor stuff, and yeah, that was kind of interesting.
6: Tony Long was
1: awesome. He's really good. Yeah, he yeah. yeah. was amazing. And, and he didn't come across as evil, you know, like he, you could kind of see his motivation for doing things.
6: Right, yeah.
3: Sort of yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah,
6: first uh, thousand years, not so good, but then. <laughs> <laughs> then he became a family man. Yeah. <laughs> and he got sucked back into it. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
1: cool. It's
6: about family. <laughs>
1: Thanks for coming out. Thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah, thank you. Sure. All right, you got thoughts there, Thomas?
4: Okay. Uh, yeah, I had like, kind of low expectations going into the movie. All right. Because the last movie I saw was Black Widow, and that was just uh, mediocre and bad. average, yeah. Right. And uh, the main character, I really thought I had him typecast from...
0: Uh, Kim, Kim's Kim convenience, convenience store,
4: yeah. yeah, and I just saw him as the son working at the convenience <laughs> store, and you know it was kind of surprising that uh, he was able to uh, carry the lead in the movie, and uh, yeah, I was uh, pleasantly surprised by the movie. I thought it was uh, really well done, and uh, it wasn't great, but it was good. good yeah, yeah, and it had I thought it. Uh, it portrayed Asians uh, very positively, and being a native San Franciscan, yeah. I really enjoyed seeing uh, them use uh, San Francisco streets yeah. and the Muni in the scenes. Shout out to Clement Street, Ghirardelli Square. Yeah,
1: <laughs>
4: yeah, and yeah, it was uh, uh, I really, uh, I really enjoyed the
1: movie. Yeah, good time. All right, thanks, Thomas. All right, thanks You're for okay. coming out. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> What song should I play this week? Should I have another song? I got fu- to dig one up.
0: Well, for if you can find the X-Men animated series song Ooh. from the 1990s, that is like people in my age, if they hear that, they will lose their minds because
1: oh, okay. it's very well known. X-Men animated theme. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Hmm. There is the other Marvel theme, the one where they're flipping the pages. Oh, oh yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Maybe dun, in the beginning. dun. dun, dun oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 that one.
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh.
1: Did I did, did you did I surprise you? Did you have chills when we did the intro and the Marvel theme? Came out? Did I you get did. chills? It was cool.
0: <laughs> I liked it. Did it really had an effect.
1: You like me cutting it up? I was cutting yeah. up our theme.
0: Yeah, it was cool.
2: <laughs> it was really good. Mm.
0: Um,
1: we are we are a small operation here over at the. When you say we, studio. it's you,
0: right? Like it's me. It's yeah, you. no, it's
1: I have I have a few people I bounce ideas off of. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm <laughs> it's me.
0: <laughs> hey, did your kids like the movie, Shang-Chi?
1: Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. they really did. So, I I mean, there's a couple of cuss words here and there, so it's kind of like, Ugh, oh, but yeah. Nothing terrible. Nothing. Te- we good.
0: Good. good. Brian, what about your kids? Do they like it? they loved it yeah
2: they just loved it I think Aww. they want to see it again as well though you know yeah. there's a lot of stuff in there so I, I think they need, they're need they going
1: to need to let's book another theater Lauren
0: yeah I want I really want to see it again because also in the beginning I was like I hope we don't have like a super spreader COVID event like you know like my yeah. mind was kind of in that there was that one too. lady
1: coffin there's the lady oh, coffin yeah. on the right I was kind of like bruh come on I know man.
0: you heard that too I was like
2: oh, you-
1: she was she was hacking well yeah. you,
2: you couldn't not hear it because you would think <laughs> that when people cough these days, they would try to muffle it down so no one gets scared. But she would leave the <laughs> <laughs> I know
1: who was throwing was it was, off, and
0: it was like in the scene, the dragon scenes, right? Like towards uh, the end, yeah. I was like.
2: And she wouldn't stop. And <laughs> my son started crawling onto my knee because oh, he didn't want to be too he didn't close. didn't want to be so
0: close. Oh my yeah. gosh. I, I
1: tightened I tied up the mask a little bit. I was like, let me tighten this thing up. Yeah,
0: I put my, I put my hood on.
1: Let me switch.
2: Yeah, that was, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I, I was going to say something to her. I was just like, you know, you shouldn't scare you know, people like this. That was,
1: I mean, it. it it wasn't incessant the whole movie, so maybe it's like saliva choke or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like she or... was
0: just so amazed <gasps> <Allergies>. at something. <laughs> yeah, yeah
2: oh, it was pretty scary. I mean, yeah, my, my, I, yeah, I was. My, <laughs> we did test afterwards and we were ne- in the negative. Yeah, I, I, I feel page. fine.
1: I feel fine. Yeah. yeah. And you're
0: <laughs> testing too because you're at school, right, Curtis? Do you
1: yeah, tests? I get every Wednesday. I can't, it's not mandatory, but you know, I may as well. It's free. Yeah. Yeah, oh,
0: Yeah. so I, I think I was distracted for the first, <laughs> for the movie. You know, I couldn't really, it was hard for me to get really, really into it Because in I, I couldn't
1: hear the ventilation system where I was like, is there ventilation going on here?
0: I, I was wondering that too. I was Could like, usually it's freezing in, in movie theaters, but it's very temperate.
2: Normally a cough would distract me, but a cough in this environment is it's like, you can't think of anything yeah, else? Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. like, am I going to live to see another movie? Let's do a podcast on that, on that situation. And see
1: what oh. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so you think we in it to eight people, eight families that we know. You would think we'd, we'd have some control over who gets in.
2: <laughs> she wanted to get it out. She was like, like, like ah. <laughs> she had to, like, all her power. I was expecting her to hop a loogie at the, at the end. I go, oh, then she's done.
0: Or I thought she might go out. You know, I thought she might go out.
2: I would hope
0: she probably felt horrible. Poor woman. Yeah, more horrible than us. (laughs) You're right. She was probably she was trying to make herself feel more comfortable. At our expense. Oh, <laughs> oh, I mean,
2: we were sitting right next to them. I know, Brian. You were in the front, right? Literally climbing onto my body because he was like, oh. That would
1: be the worst. The podcast would be over at that point. It's like, well, we had our first showing and, you know, 10 people died. So yeah. Well,
0: it would put you on the map. Curtis,
2: uh,
1: which map. Yeah. They're like, and so why, why did you guys get together? Well, we were trying to do a podcast. and uh, Yeah. Uh,
2: and it was so stressful on my mind. Like I started calling the dog. I was like, his name is Jarvis. And I'm like, COVID, COVID. And my kids were like, why are you calling him COVID? I, was, I did. Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> it just penetrated your mind. That no. is. So yeah. That's the times that we're living. Yeah. We kept my son home for a week because a sniff like a runny nose and gotten yeah. him tested but that's the times that we're living in if he has, yeah going back to daycare must test negative
3: yeah, yeah that's scary. so Ugh.
0: yeah well i you know having said all that let's see how things are come november 4th and okay.
3: all right. maybe Wait,
0: what's november 4th that's the eternals, eternals i think they've solidified it i think they were like wishy-washy it's yeah, overwhelming were- brian i see the expression on your face i look at like the schedule um it's overwhelming it's there's so much stuff <laughs> yeah. and i'm like thinking about like all oh, the mutants and that will blow my mind
2: because yeah. there's one period and i thought that they were going to release Eternals next year, so wow! November fourth, right around the corner. Yeah, I think they
0: solidified yeah, yeah. it. They were kind of wishy washy, but
1: no, I I got it on the calendar to do an episode. Maybe we won't do a double episode though. Maybe we'll just do a single. Yeah. Y- you think there's enough to talk? Can we talk, Brian's? That can
2: we talk two hours on Eternals? Like, come on! I held back today. I was like, I'm gonna make sure I don't yeah. get muted.
0: <laughs> I know. I I I could talk about it a lot, and okay. because with the Eternals and then like the celestial beings. And I feel like they could introduce the X gene through them. Uh, yeah. It's a lot.
1: It'll take us an hour just to do, there's nine of them, right? There's like a bunch of them.
0: Oh, of the actual Eternals. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: It'll take us an hour to do that, right? Just to get through. Who they yes. Are like not powers. even talking
0: about the villains yeah. and what yeah. that is. what the implications are of that
1: and and there's more of a comic book history right the Shang-Chi there's like four episodes (laughs) of the comic book actually right but the Eternals has a long comic book
0: it has a long history yeah and I think that the um the Celestials because I after we talked about like looked into it more and they pop up in a lot of um different storylines for different characters like linking it back to those Celestial beings so, so is that
1: robot-looking dude with the eight eyes? That's that's like th- a go- that's the creator. That's like I
0: think it's a celestial, right, Brian?
2: Yeah, yeah there it's a, like a group of gods, actually. Yeah, yeah, they created the whole. And then universe. Eternals are like man gods that they were that, that they created. Yeah, yeah,
0: and then like you know, in Guardians of the Galaxy, there's like that place nowhere where the Collector lives. It's yeah. like in the head of a dead celestial. That's where they made that uh, wow, place. Warren, you,
2: I think you have a PhD there in superheroes.
0: You know, I, I'm not messing around. It's because I I read about I like I read about it, and then I like go back to like our trading cards. Like my husband has a whole bunch too, so we're like looking through and like trying to find cause like uh, the different references. So it's pretty fun.
2: <laughs> I mean, working all the years in the comic book store, I'm telling you, I. Only girls that came in were the girlfriends, and they would just sit on the side and wait for their boyfriends to be done. <laughs> we didn't have very many female um, patrons, uh-huh.
0: so: yeah, I, I love it, and That's not a lot good. of people ask me for my opinions about it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. yeah.
0: Like for That's like cool. the Avengers, when that came out, I brought my girlfriends and I was like, you guys are going to love this. It's going to be amazing. And then like at the end of a really cool fight scene, I'm like on the edge of my seat and I look over and my best friend is like asleep. She fell asleep. Uh, ah,
1: asleep. Uh,
0: Dead asleep. Wow. Uh, so
1: I thought most people enjoy the Avengers. Like, I think but it, so. it, they were long. They were, they long. were long.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but that—I mean—it's just you know not a type of movie for everyone. Like how I'm not really into Crazy Rich Asians just based on the mm, topic. Yeah. You know, some people just aren't into Marvel movies. Like that one, my best friend, she will fall asleep during every Marvel movie. She's just not wow. into Wow, yeah. impossible! I know.
2: Although Shang Chi, there were some slow parts that made me go, uh, "Does she have COVID?" <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> is, this, is
2: this the last movie i've ever
1: seen your mind see?
0: wanders you're like oh. yeah how am you know, i gonna back... get the kids tested right you're... yeah uh,
2: exactly i was just like hmm. oh
0: wait I what's gonna... going on <laughs> yeah When am i gonna tell my boss how'd you get I it I,
2: had, I wish i had 10 rings right now <laughs> <laughs> you know what's what's important about eternals is that out of all the Eternals, and maybe MCU will, will get off canon here, but out of, out of all the Eternals, the most popular character is Cersei, which is Gemma Chan's character. Yeah, He actually joins the Avengers later.
0: Oh, yeah. is it because she's so, like, really loves the humans?
2: Like, her. I, I, I don't know what the reason is, actually. I just go, out of all the Eternals, that one is the one that got Extended exposure because she, they put her on the Avengers. Uh, so yeah. there was no talk of the Eternals for 10 plus years. Mm. And then all of a sudden, Cersei joins the Avengers. And so that's the most popular character.
1: All right. Cersei Shang-Chi, I'm shipping. Let's I'm do shipping <laughs> Then you have beautiful children, beautiful Asian children. Yeah. <laughs> Bilingual. Bilingual. So with the English accent, they'll have a little English accent.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, accounting degree.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Lawyer by day.
2: Taxes by night.
1: Heart surgeon by <laughs> night. Oh man. All right, folks. That was fun as usual. Should I put this whole conversation? In? We got an extra fifteen minutes. Should I just oh my gosh. I make this like a three hour episode? Like the after credit That of, would
0: be I think people would be intimidated to see like your podcast, like the length of time. I was surprised like for our last one that it was an hour. I was like, oh my gosh, it's long for your compared to your other ones.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I've been getting longer, and i was like, you know what? Are people complaining about too long? No one's said anything about being too long. So
0: Yeah. Okay. It's an hour,
2: <laughs> and it's on a podcast. If it was a Zoom and a video, it's difficult because you want to watch it. But if it's a podcast, yeah. it's all audio. You're, you're listening to it yeah. on your way to work.
1: You're you're working out. You're, uh, you're, yeah. So I, I haven't, you know, someone said that they like 30 to 40 minutes, but she, but she also said it's because my commute is thirty, forty minutes. Uh
0: huh. Yeah.
1: So, but I'm figuring like you know, hey, an hour you get you get us on the way into work and you get us on the, the way, way home.
0: Back. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So we'll see. I'll, I'll cut it a little. I mean, no one wants to listen to two hours of us.
0: <laughs> right. Right.
1: But yeah, she, maybe <laughs> I know. Well, the fans uh, are
0: awaiting
2: Curtis.
1: Lauren just said her friends fall asleep during Avenger movies. <laughs> I don't want someone to drive off the road. They go, "Wow, Why, how'd you how'd you crash your car on two eighty? Well, Well, listening to these nerds talk about comic books, he
0: started talking about dragons, and they we lost got
1: into the hundred and eightieth minute. <laughs> oh my gosh! But yeah, cool. All right, guys, Thank thanks you. so much. This is
0: so fun. Thanks, Curtis. Wow. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Brian. I'll let you
1: know if we do the Eternals. Um, Sounds like we should do at least one episode. For sure. Yeah. And then I'll just do as many Gemma Chan sound bites as I can. Yeah. Because everyone just likes her voice. We're
0: in love with her. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Okay. See you guys soon.
0: Bye. All right. See you later.